This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey original podcast, The Best Football Show, featuring daily breakdowns and uh, all of the most exciting moments across the league. Uh, at Baldy NFL on Twitter is where you also get the Baldy breakdowns. Brian Baldinger, regression Fourier. Baldy, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm doing well, man. Good to be with you. We, uh, b- Boy, we are better than last time, I'll tell you that. And you know what, Brian Baldinger, as a former offensive lineman that has a finger that sticks at a 57-degree angle or whatever, I would hope yeah. that you, of all people, would appreciate the job done by Mike Onwenu at right tackle. I know Cole Strange was in there at guard, but what jumped out to you, Brian Baldinger, when you flipped on the tape of the Patriots game relative to what the Patriots did in protecting Mac Jones? Well, it was the best offensive line performance they've had all year. And, you know, and Onwenu was a big part of it. I mean, it's the best right tackle performance they've had. You know, they've had, you know, Lowe in there and Calvin Anderson and a bunch of guys, but I mean, he looked different than everybody else. First of all, he's got real power. He can move the line of scrimmage. Uh, Sal played well next to him. I thought it was the best offensive line performance, period. And, you know, not just because they ran the ball effectively really well. Both backs were really good. Uh, But, you know, they protected Mac Jones real well. And so that's a good defensive front. They do a lot of different things in Buffalo. Um, You know, they have a lot of uh, nickel blitzes and things like that, but you know, I think the result was Matt Jones probably had his best game of the season. I don't look at all the stats, but he had a really good game. You know, and then they ran the ball real well. And it's amazing what happens to your offense. You put up 29 points when it starts up front and you play as well as they did up front. So when you look at the, uh, the, the offense performance, do you give uh, – who do you give more credit to? Uh, is it uh, Bill O'Brien with the offensive play calling and the scheme or Mac Jones? Well, Mac Jones has to execute it. I mean, you call the plays you want, right? But Mac has to get the ball out of his hands. He's got to make the reads. You know, I mean, it's it's nice that you can get the ball. I mean, I think a testament to any offense is you get the ball with a minute and 58 to go, and you got to score a touchdown to win, and you go eight plays and, you know, 75 yards for the win. You know, and it's one first down after another. And so, you know, I think you know, you got to give the quarterback, you know, a lot of the credit, you know, for being able to do that. Uh, in crunch time against a a really good defense. Mac Jones seeing the field, Baldy, what stood out to you in terms of the way Mac was operationally in running the offense? He looked really decisive. I mean, you know, they got the explosive plays. I mean, look, it's nice you can, you know, flick the ball to Ramondre Stevenson and he can go 34 yards for the biggest play of the game and really get that final drive started. You know, but, you know, they – they used, I thought, Demario Douglas the right way. He's, I'm not saying he's a gadget player, but he's kind of a gadget player. But, I, you know, whether it's Farrell Brown or Douglas, you know, they used certain players in a way that was, was creative, but they got some, you know, big chunk plays out of it. And that's what's been missing from the offense is any kind of explosion. And so, you know, Kendrick Bourne gave you a big play, and 
you know, a touchdown and Gasicki, you know, showed up a little bit. Like he's not, I mean, look, he catches the game winner, but you know, I thought they utilized the personnel real well. And Mac Jones, I thought was very decisive in, in a lot of those decisions. So, so Baldy, how, how uh, possible is it for there to be some carryover? You know, because the, the narrative seems to have changed, like, immediately once the game was over. Do you feel like uh, there can be some carryover? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's natural in this business. It's so week to week that when you win a game, you know, the sky isn't falling anymore. We're not the worst team in football. We can score. You know, there is some reason for optimism. You know, and so, you know, they've played Miami already this year. It was a close game for the most part. It was a fourth quarter game. They kept the score down. And so I, you know, and they, they know this, they know this team well, you know, it's a division game. Uh, You just beat a division opponent that's owned the division three years in a row. Like I would think that there should be reason for optimism that you can, I think maybe even from what we said last week, this didn't look like a very good roster, expansion roster, all the stuff I said. But you still saw the game planning that Bill Belichick's known for, yeah, how they limited Josh Allen, what they did to, to keep him in the pocket. You know, they, they did things defensively from a schematic standpoint that you could say, okay, this could carry over to this week, just like they did in the first game whether, uh, you know, against Miami, whether uh, Tyreek plays or not play. I don't know what the situation is right now, but – you know, they really limited his explosive plays in that first game. And you go, okay, this is still the Bill Belichick coach team that we've watched for over two decades, you know, tinkering and using the roster and and finding game plan type things that can work to your advantage. Brian Baldinger of NFL Network, Odyssey NFL Insider, here with Gresh and Fourier. He is with us on the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, I know the answer. But I'm going to ask Brian Baldinger because it is some of the narrative up here. You just mentioned Bill Belichick schematically, all that stuff. For a period of time, we were getting a lot of, it's past Bill by. He's too old school. The game is blurring right by him. When you look at the schematics, Brian Baldinger, is Bill Belichick being left behind? Or is that a narrative that is just flat out wrong? Uh, I would say that compared to the top offenses in the league, I would say that they're a little bit behind. You know, defensively, they've lost their two best players. I mean, that's unfortunate. I mean, it does make a difference if you lose Gonzalez and Judon. But I think he still can use the roster to the best of his ability. They either need a, a better roster, especially offensively, or they need Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, some of these, Mike McDaniel, some of these guys, what they're doing is a lot different than what Bill Belichick and Bill O'Brien are doing. Now, some of that is because they just simply don't have those type of players that those other three teams have. But at the same time, you know, who's picking the players? So, like I said, you know, maybe, you know, they, they need an infusion of elite talent. When Randy Moss came to town in 2007, oh. changed the whole offense, changed everything about the league. Um, when he came to town. So those are the players that win games for you. When you have those type of, you know, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase type of players on the outside, they change the game the way you play the game. I Look, I, I go back in history, but, I mean, Andy Reid was always, you know, cursed about his offense for a long time. And then Terrell Owens came to town, 
and they became the best deep ball passing team in the league. Like, you need game changers on the outside of this business to change the game. Hmm. So, they're 2-5. and five. Now, I was just trying to look up your stats to try and get an idea of, like, what was, what was the worst year of your NFL pro football career? Do you remember what oh, year it was? It's easy to say. Oh, yeah. yeah. What was it? <laughs> well, I mean, we, I feel like we all do, <laughs> but what is yours? <laughs> like, hey, we all have selective memories, but yeah. those things you don't forget, yeah. you know? No matter you wake up in cold sweat some night when you're one of fifteen in Indianapolis, oh. you know, and the wheels fall off. The wheels would fall off in the fourth quarter when we first started the season, and then by the time we got to Thanksgiving, the, the wheels fell off in the first quarter, and it was just like, just get this thing over with. So yeah, I was going to ask you at what point in time did you guys just give up, like because they're two and five mm-hmm. and they can still kind of they, they got some, their schedule is. You know, not bad, and they could kind of maybe get to 500, maybe 6-6. Six and six. I'm curious, at what point in time did you realize that everybody had let go of the rope? Well, what they – like, look, that was a great win last week. You know, it was a great win. It's at home. But, it, you know, it, there's something about – and you know this, Christian, but if you go on the road and you beat Miami, let's just say that happens. Like, that plane ride home mm-hmm. feels different than any plane ride they've taken all year. There's something about winning a division game on the road and the ride home, the card games, the just, you know, the, the overall team chemistry. Like, you just start thinking, like, we can do this. We can come out of this crypt that we dug for ourselves since we're around Halloween here. Like, you know, you can dig yourself out of this crypt. And so this game, to me, is pivotal of what if they can turn this thing around. To beat Miami in Miami – you know, a team that's probably favored to win the division, the whole thing. Um, like that, that might really help. So I'm curious, you're an old time football player. Did you, were you ever coached or, or did you ever run into the, one of the better offensive coaches, uh, offensive line coaches, Howard Mudd? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. He coached my brother in Kansas city. Oh, okay. Good. Around Howard a long time. Okay. Yeah. So this is a Howard Mudd, uh, saying this is where i learned this from i've used this okay. with gresh a lot and i'm curious I thought to know you're going to use something from uh, scarnecchia but no, no 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 scar has never heard i've never heard scar say this before but this is a howard muddism i guess i would call that okay. man this going back to right. the 90s now yeah yeah because he he referenced right, like right. you talked about that plane ride back and, and i always t- and i and you tell me if you agree with this or not like winning in the nfl is better than sex yes. why yes. because it feels just as good but it lasts for a week. <laughs> so I'm curious. It's, it's not three minutes. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no. no, it lasts for a week. <laughs> no. and, you know what? I want you to yeah, use you know that what? on I one of your shows. All, so. <laughs> Wait, right. is that my right or am I right? No, no, no. You're, you're totally right. Like I didn't know Howard said that, but, uh, you know, Howard, bless his soul. Um, I loved Howard, but that, that sounds like something Howard might say. Uh, the, other, the other thing I would add to it, <laughs> um, since we're going to stay in that type of a theme, sure. is you share it with 50 other players. Yeah. You know, like where you, know, you have sex with your wife or your <laughs> significant, okay, it's, it's intimate. But you get to share that, that feeling um, that's better than sex with everybody else. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I mean, so that's a cosign. Yeah. There'll, there'll be no better video that's put out on the interwebs today than this. I can tell you that right now. Uh, Brian Baldinger with us. Uh, Baldy, I know that you mentioned, hey, we don't know what's up with Tyree Kill. If there is no Tyree Kill, and I know that Jalen Waddle's dinged up, the tight end has not been a big part of the Miami offense. We know they can run the ball. 
But if Hill isn't out there, uh, I know it's not a death blow to their offense, but it's massive. How does Mike McDaniel then go about trying to move the ball if he doesn't have that big chess piece? Well, I mean, it's like, you know, the old coaching team. I mean, they'll go to, you know, Robbie Chosen and Braxton Berrios. And, you know, it'll be Cedric Wilson. I mean, they're all on the, re- on the roster for a reason. And so they'll run a lot of the same plays. They might not be as explosive. Um, you know, but I would say this. If, if, if Tua has to hold the ball, you know, the one thing that you – the advantage you have when you have Tyreek and Waddle healthy in the lineup is you don't have to hold the ball very long. They get open very quickly, whether it's the quarterback giving them the space needed so that they don't get embarrassed, you know, over the top. Um, but if you have to hold the ball longer to wait for Robbie Chosen or Braxton Barrios or the next guy up to get open, the offensive line right now, they lost their left guard, which is their third left guard for the season. I mean, they're, the ranks up front are dwindling quickly. And if you have to make to a hold the ball, like you're going to have a better chance to get to them you know, and affect his throws. When he's out on timing and the ball comes out fast, it looks unstoppable at times. So, but yes, if they're, if they're down, you know, starting with the cheetah, um, down ranks, and the, the, the tight ends have almost no effect on their offense at all. Yeah. Durham Smice out there, they've got guys, but they're not a tight end-based offense. Is uh, Jalen Phillips still, like, their most, I guess, dangerous edge rusher defender for as far as getting to the quarterback? I don't think so. He's been pretty invisible, to be honest with you. Um, I, I expected him to have, like, literally a huge season. Now, he's been out of the lineup a bunch. But, you know, Chubb has been better. Van Ginkle has been better. Um, Sealer inside has been better. Christian Wilkins is just a – Christian Wilkins looks like a guy that would play for the Patriots. Like, he's just – you know, he, he just does all the dirty work inside. He is fundamentally so sound. He's a hard worker. He never says a word. He gets some attention, I think, but probably not nearly enough. But those guys, are, you know, Jalen Phillips, I'm waiting for him to come on because he should be that guy, but he hasn't been so far. Uh, Brian Baldinger, he's with us each and every week. Odyssey NFL Insider. Baldy, thanks for the breakdown. We appreciate it. And, and Baldy, please try to throw that little, like, uh, analogy into <laughs> one of the TV shows that you're on. Just oh, try to <laughs> listen, just to keep the thing, try to uh, slide yeah, it in there. I, I, like, I would do it for, for laughs, except I'm very capable of screwing it up and then, you know, making something much bigger and worse out of it than it is. Yeah, I know. You have to practice landing it. It, it is a yeah. little tricky, though, because your mind starts <laughs> yeah. flirting around with the actual idea yeah. of having sex and you say it wrong. But imagine uh, all that, uh, as you're saying that and talking about the whole sex feeling, and then there's a photo of Howard Mudd that yeah. slides up there. I know. That's what you want to think about, right? There yeah. we go. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no. I, yeah, they're, they're too creative out there in the uh, – in the sphere right now. Oh, yeah. That kind of stuff. It yeah. is true. Baldy, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, Thanks. guys. Yep, talk to you next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 